Welcome to the Emo Social Club podcast, broadcasting to you live from EmoSocialClub.tv. I'm Brian. And I'm Lizzie. This is the Emo Social Club podcast, and it's the podcast. That's it. It's just the one. That was a really pleasant intro. I wanted, I don't know, you know, it's been a, it's been a week. It's been a weekend, you know, by this point. So I'm like, hey, let's just, you know, hey, welcome to Monday, y'all. Gentle. Uh, this Gentle the- <laughs> easing into Monday. Yeah. Exactly. Welcome. This is the Emo Social Club podcast, a podcast about music, news, music makers, news makers, news makers, <laughs> bedroom pop makers. I don't know. That's not even this this band that we're talking to today. No. But, you know, it's just a, it's, it's just a, there. It happens. It's just a thing. Uh, this episode is with uh, some very nice uh, gentlemen from Big Smile out of Cincinnati, Ohio. Uh, we had a really cool chat with them about uh, their new single called, uh, let me see if I'm getting this right here, Fuck Off and Take Me With You. <laughs> yes. So we're coming So if like that's that. not enough for you guys, uh, they also have just like really good music videos yeah. that you should be checking out and listening to. Very like, so when I listen to them, I very early 2000 emo pop punk vibes. Very cool. Like it was, it was like, oh man, this is like that exact sound. This is really cool. Uh, and then their, their lyrics and their like the, the the content of the music is very like Enter Shikari to me where they're talking about issues and they're addressing them within the lyrics. Uh, and it, I don't know, this band really hit me in a, in a good way. So I definitely recommend checking them out after you listen to the entire episode front to back T to B do not leave in the middle to go check them out. Check them out afterwards. All their plugs are at the end. What are you doing? Where are you rushing to? Yeah. You're not going to, you're not reading the episode notes right now. And I know that I bet you're not. Do you read our notes? Let us know in the comments. I hope you, I hope you read the notes. I'm going to leave like a little hint in the notes and see if anybody brings it up anywhere on any social media. I don't care what it is. Do it. Uh, before we get into the episode, before you go read the comments and before you go <laughs> read all the episode notes, uh, let's just find out, you know, maybe, maybe it's uh, special this week. Lizzie, what did you got going on? Um, I just finished my master's degree. So that's a personal achievement. Oh shit. We've done it. <laughs> Lizzie has finally achieved adulthood. <laughs> I guess. Something like that. So... That's where I am this week, which means I have more time to start to make more creative, chaotic content. On <laughs> That's TikTok what we all specifically. Needed. That's, That's what, what we, we all need. Um, so I have that in the wheelhouse. Again, if you have any type of ideas you would want to share, what you would want to see on TikTok reasonably, definitely send us a DM somewhere on either our socials on Twitter at XEMOSocialClubX or on TikTok under the same. And we can go from there and see what happens. And now we also have the new camera set up. Oh, shit. We're, re- we're recording this on the night that I just didn't have time to set it up. So by the weekend, it should be hopefully all set up. So again, thank you guys, everybody who has contributed to that. That was yes. a lot. Um, I'm super rad of everybody. Um, so 
I'm assuming it's working great. We're recording this beforehand, <laughs> so I'm assuming it, it works great. It's working. It's you know what? It's it's beautiful. It's great. It's excellent. It's wonderful. Fantastic. Fantastic. But Brian, what are you doing? Oh man. What what's going on, my guy? You know, and I'm gonna be real with you. Like we got some videos we got to put out, and I have been real slow with the editing. It has been like. I don't know. This time change is fucked with me, man. Like that's fair. It's just very like these are new hours to me. Like these hours are different now. Uh, so yeah, I, I'm working on some videos for us. The content that we took, uh, those videos should be out soon. We released uh, a, a couple episodes last week, and we're gonna release an extra one this week too. So um, keep an eye out. Subscribe and follow us on uh, Apple and Spotify to get uh, those extra episodes we're putting out with uh, Sad Sun and C4 Cinema. Or the special yeah. episodes we put out. So check those. Uh, we will, of course, be streaming over on Twitch for our DJ nights, 6 p.m. Friday and Saturday night, 6 p.m. Chicago time. The UK hasn't transitioned over to uh, to summertime, as they call it. So they're uh, they they're going to be a little bit earlier, I think, actually. Oh, really? So they're actually going to be joining us uh, a little bit later, I think. I don't know. UK. Good luck. We're going to see. Uh, Good luck. <laughs> We just did like our St. Patrick's Day celebration. And uh, for next weekend, uh, we are going to be doing a Victory Records themed night for Saturday. Which was very highly requested. Very highly Surprisingly. Requested. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, think like early Taking Back Sunday, um, early Hawthorne Heights, early A Day to Remember you know, not new A Day to Remember. So, you know. Never knew A Day to Remember. Maybe never. No need um we will uh we'll see you know there will probably be a bunch of those kinds of bands it'll be like kind of a power hour sort of thing with that and then um yeah we'll just we'll just fucking party uh friday nights of course are our album plays at the beginning our normal emo and pop punk nights uh if you would like to vote on the record we play you can join us over in our discord uh all those links are in the notes that you should be reading so like i don't have to say them all here just yeah, I don't know on... why you just aren't reading is very it's very simple, guys. You just look through and you skim and you're like, okay. Yeah. All the links That's are it. clickable too. They it's are simple clickable. for you, not for not for no reason. Not for us. Not for us. We already know the information. We're a but mess. It, the only other information <laughs> we're not gonna know. So these extra episodes that we have released the last couple of weeks and will release are going to be released on two different days. So last week we released it on Thursday and then uh, this upcoming week we'll be releasing it on Wednesday. So let us know what day, I guess, you guys like to listen to new podcasts. Tell us if you liked it or not. Tell us what if we did If it works for wrong. you, if it's if it's or too early in the week still or if it's too late in the week, depending, yeah. let us know. Because then um, just to tease everybody for, our, you know, April guest list Jesus, ready for that Christ, it's almost april um we have some that are scheduled off stream and we want to make sure that you guys are listening to them because <laughs> they're really good and they'll be really fun um but for other ones uh you'll just have to wait and see but we're really excited about some of these guests we have coming up in april april's gonna be fun april's anyway be big. <laughs> hell yeah Without uh, getting giving too much away and without uh, uh, wasting any more of your time. Here is our episode with Big Smile. Welcome to the Emo Social Club podcast, broadcasting to you live from emosocialclub.tv. I am Brian. And I'm Lizzie, and we're here tonight with Big Smile. We have Micah and Tommy with us this evening. Well, Thank you so much, guys, for coming on. Yes, for sure. For sure. 
Let's have you both uh, uh, say your name, what you do in the band, introduce yourselves I, uh, to everybody. I am Micah. I am the new drummer for Big Smile. And I'm Tommy, and I'm the new guitarist for Big Smile. Super simple. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. You both like just joined the band. If if uh, I think when I was going through your Instagram, it was like pretty much like a new. You guys are like brand new to the band. Yeah, yeah. yeah we dropped together. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was um, just some problems they were having, uh, kind of with mainly with like a COVID issue. Uh, mm -hmm. Their their old drummer has a, uh, you know, uh, had like a heart condition and stuff like that, oh, and they God. needed somebody to come in. And uh, I happened to know Scooter, and that's how that's how I got here. Scooter is the singer, uh, and then something similar with you, like where yeah, well, we just needed um, a new guy. Yeah, it just was would work worked out better to have me come on. I. Uh, go pretty far back with knowing Scooter, so it was a real, like, seamless transition into uh, just jumping right in and running along with the band. Sweet, yeah. I mean, I, I can imagine, like, oh, hey, do you guys want to join this band during a year when nobody can tour or be in a room with each other is probably, like, like a really yeah. good introduction and a really good time. It gave us a lot of time to get adjusted to the songs, honestly. Yeah. Like, hmm. there wasn't, like, a tour that we had to jump on right away or, like, anything crazy like that. Yeah, it was, it, like, it was definitely weird. Obviously, we would have much rather jumped in and, like, right away be playing shows and right away be going on tour. But, like, it did make the transition really easy just because it was, like, there wasn't a lot of pressure to, to like, get the songs down. Um and we could just really go at our own pace with it. Um, so like as much as it sucks to not be playing shows, like it, there was like the little silver lining to making this change a little bit easier on the band. Yeah, it'll yeah. be coming out real strong once, uh, once shows come back. <laughs> well, absolutely. Actually, Ohio, uh, everyone over 16 is eligible for the vaccine at, after the 29th. Um, so we're definitely gonna all be getting our vaccines as quickly as we can and encouraging everyone we know to go do the same thing so we can get back to doing what we love and playing shows and hitting the road. That's the oh, type yeah. of attitude that we want and need. Yeah. yeah. I haven't played a show in a long time. And, uh, cause it was like a few months before COVID even shut anything down. I wasn't doing anything. And, you know, so I definitely am trying to get back there as soon and as safe as possible. Man, I think I, I, uh, I had to cancel six shows. That I had lined up. Because, yeah, yeah, for my solo stuff. Yeah. It was it was really disappointing. <laughs> yeah, see, I wasn't playing for anybody at the mm. time, so it didn't hit me like that, but luckily uh mm. I got a in a better position now. So. <laughs> Actually one of the shows that I had to cancel, I would have been playing with yeah. Big Smile. Oh wow. So yeah. it it really all just kind of came full circle then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I, I go pretty far back with a couple other guys in the band. So like we've always like the careers have kind of intertwined before this, but never officially. Well, it seems like you guys kind of like went literally like came in swinging because you have like a bunch of singles that you guys have put out in the last mm -hmm. handful of months. And I mean they sound really great. So it's not like they're bad. <laughs> so that's awesome. But yeah, kind of really how, how has that kind of been? Because obviously it sounds like you guys are more in closer range to each other. What has um, like the songwriting process been like kind so, of going forward? 
with like before me and him joined Big Smile, Big Smile toured a lot and they were like a huge touring band. Uh, so a lot of their like their push was just like play as many shows as possible. And then I came from a band that already had like a it was more like heavily like like an online presence where it had like a lot of marketing and stuff behind it. Um, so once I joined the band, they were kind of like not knowing what to do. And then we just kind of worked together to to come out with more, you know, they, we got the songs dropping, but then like also content as far as just doing like podcasts and interviews and trying to stay busy like that and like trying to keep videos going up on TikTok. Um, so we just trying to been trying to put out as much content as possible while and then waiting for tours to come back. So that's good. I, we're finding that a lot of bands don't know how to do that. It's hard. <laughs> like, yeah. Online it's really content, hard. like yeah, especially like I mean, we struggle a lot with like having stuff to actually put out because it's like you know we can't like like Lizzie and I can't even get together in the same room very often, so it's like for us to be able to put out content like photos of the band or photos of our podcast or photos of us. It's like, do literally like online presence is like, everyone's looking for that right now, but nobody's mm -hmm. like really like it, it, it is a genuine struggle to try to like transition to that. But I think it's been this really interesting thing over the last year of people who have like had to and how they've adapted to it and how they've grown with it. Mm -hmm. Um, especially like I, I, I was watching a few of your music videos and it's like, Oh, these have like, a number like a bunch of views on them and they're really cool videos so it's like clearly this is like you know a band that like was able to put out a bunch of singles put some videos behind it and get some attention on them in a time when like that's literally all you can do since you can't be in person you can't do this stuff but um yeah cheers on that, those by the way because yeah i really like the videos it. yeah thank you so much yeah. i mean it's uh we're just gonna keep moving forward we're working on songs now uh that's like the, the next big thing we're doing is just writing right now and preparing to go back to the studio yep. try to release again and do do the whole process over again and just <laughs> keep building on it, really. It is Always. a little bit trying to plan out uh, what the future looks like just because it's so uncertain for us right now. Like, trying to decide, are we going to the studio or are we going on tour? Well, are we even going to be able to tour? Are we going to be playing shows in May? Are we going to be playing shows not until July? So it is, it's definitely like weird trying mm -hmm. to like come up with a plan for the way we want to move forward. Um, but I do think it's been kind of nice being forced to learn how to do all the content creation and stuff because it just adds that like other yeah because yeah. there's there's so many great bands out there that just never take off because they never get their stuff out there and to be able to take advantage of the like tool that we have now that is social media and the internet like it definitely is yep. really helpful yeah for sure yeah i think this is like a spicy take for some people but if after this whole year if your band or project or whatever it is hasn't adapted to doing some type of online content creation or marketing whatever it is even with everything shut down it you're mm -hmm. not gonna survive in the post-pandemic yeah. world or you are but you're not gonna really like do anything super well because mm -hmm. we're still gonna be going to like these new social medias to sure. find out yeah. what's going on before we still go out. I mean, people are obviously going to go out after everybody's vaccinated, 
But if you're not able, if you have shown that you didn't put in kind of like the effort and work to like, be like, I'm still relevant. I'm still here. We're still doing X, Y, Z. Then, you know, it kind of reflects you in real life to say yeah. the least. Well, well, I think it really just comes down to like, and, and granted, like this isn't meant to like put anyone down at all, but like, um, with how hard it is, it really comes down to like how bad do you want this to work? Mm-hmm. It's like, it really like content creation can be a lot of fun, but like sometimes it is like a little bit tough because like you just want to play. Like I did, like I didn't get into this to like start making TikTok videos. I want like, I just wanted to play music. Yeah. Um, so like, as hard as it is, it's like, how, how bad do you really want it? Like, do you want this music career bad enough to like take more time out of your day to do more stuff for it that like, you didn't really think you had to do. Mm-hmm. Like, I never thought that this was going to be like so, the future yeah. of what like being a musician was going to be, but like, all, it's all content creating. Especially <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. it, it, it really just comes down to like wanting and being willing to make that change yeah to make sure that you get to where you want to be at yeah you gotta have your interactions up like and it's crazy how like easily people can like tell you how you how they feel about your song like it's a give and a take because sometimes yeah. it's good but sometimes you'll just get like a post and it's just like this band sucks and it's like <laughs> well that, that that's that <laughs> everybody read that also like, <laughs> Yeah, I remember being in bands like 2012, 2013, you know, when like, I think there was this expectation that you would only shoot like one video and like, you know, oh, we put out this video, like I'm talking like real local, like real small, like just starting out. And it's like, oh man, I'd love to do like a video for every song that we have. Mm -hmm. And now it's like, go do that. Like literally do it, do it on a fucking phone. It doesn't matter. Like nowadays... And this was like one of the big things with the way Big Smile works is like nothing that gets released can be like low quality because mm-hmm. it's so easy nowadays to like find people who can make high quality stuff. Mm-hmm. Like so many, like we've learned so much about like video production, about music production, like all of that, that if you can't find someone to like, get you good quality content and be able to consistently put out that good quality content yeah. like it's super important yeah super important and, now, and like you said with like the filming multiple music videos and stuff like that's kind of what it's leaning towards now instead of like putting out an album and having like two or three singles like it's it's easier just to release a video or a, yeah. a song every like six weeks or so yeah video with it and you yeah. know, draw these singles out and even if it's not like a full production video if you clip together core footage or and throw lyrics over it mm-hmm. or like just do like a creative design and throw lyrics over it like that will still get you yeah. views on youtube i think our, the last video that we released for a uh, pop song about drama um is our most viewed video I don't think it's the most viewed. I think it's twenty five thousand. But I, well, it's the most viewed of the new ones. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> um, and that one, it's it's super nostalgic because it's clip. It's like clipped together uh, footage of kind of just everybody hanging out 
um, including like the extended friend groups and stuff. Um, and it's done super well. Um, but it really like is kind of just a lyric video. Um, but it's just done so well that like it keeps drawing people back to it. Mm -hmm. It's so important. And like, uh, actually I'll, I'll mention what Alice threw in the chat. Cause it's, it's pretty spot on for us is like, okay, we need to bring back AMVs and like, you could literally just do a video of like Dragon Ball Z clips over your song and it would be <laughs> fucking legit. I'm just saying, like, I think we got to bring it back. I think it would be like a big thing. And like, you could do the same thing. Like you're saying like a lyric video or whatever. It's like, it's still like video content for the song. It still puts a visual to the music and like for all your social media, like posting on Instagram and being like, yo, I've, we've got this video, check out our new video. And here's the visual for it. It's like yeah. such a big thing, like such yeah. a big thing. Uh, so I, I, I love it. I think that's a, a, a brilliant thing y'all are doing. Um, sure. yeah, sure. I do also want to acknowledge like the videos are like, I got a little choked up at one of them that was about the, <laughs> um, uh, well, it was about like the opioid epidemic. Oh yeah. Killdozer. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And I'm like, geez, this is like a very strong message. It's like a really intense thing. Uh, do you ever get like a, a comparison to like enter Shikari? Or anything like oh, that, like message-wise. That. Oh, that's a. That's, I haven't heard that for a minute. Yeah, I get what you're saying, though. I haven't heard it other than from you, but yeah, I get what you're saying. But mainly, that's. I mean, obviously, we all write, but I mean, that, Scooter is writing the lyrics. Like yeah, like he's just um, always been good at like writing lyrics and writing melodies, but like really writing meaningful stuff yeah. like that. And especially mm -hmm. with the last, the events of the last year that led up to the writing of the songs. Mm -hmm. um, it was really big for Scooter to write, like write songs that had like really important meanings behind them that weren't kind of just filler songs. Even if the lyrics sounded nice, he wanted like them to really address like important issues. Yeah. And I think that with, especially with Killdozer and Bible Belt, those two did a really good job of doing exactly that. Yeah, they're strong. The message is strong. <laughs> yeah. And I think with that, it's just you have a lot of bands now, at least in this year, they're putting out more kind of heartfelt because they have time to like sit down and like kind of put these things into actual writing and words. And they're not like, OK, got to get out whatever I need from my record label or just get out to stay relevant. It's, you know, yeah. sitting down, having more like meaningful lyrics. And I think also that may be, you know, one of the reasons why more people also keep coming back because you know if you're listening to a band and you say they really understand what's going on in society and they can translate it really well and they can do it in also a visually you know fantastic way mm -hmm. yeah. yeah yeah i totally agree with that for sure and you get a lot of um not only do you have time but i mean like with, with how the times are changing i mean you have so many people sitting down and really like thinking about how it used to be and i mean this band's always claimed to be like like our genre is like nostalgic pop punk and like now is the time where you're really looking back like wow like i wasn't i wasn't even taking it all in like when it was so great you know so i think i think it benefits our writing as well like having that viewpoint I really was like, dude, I'm listening to like an early 2000s pop punk band. This is fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is good. I like this a lot. Um, and yeah, like, yeah, it, it just, 
the last year has led everybody like like you said nostalgia but also like with all the shit that's going on it's like uh i find there's a lot of bands who don't necessarily put a lot of their their like activism side of things in the lyrics so Mm -hmm. you know speaking about the opioid epidemic it's like you're not necessarily addressing the issue head on or addressing it with like within the lyrics so that people are uh this is just the andrew shikari uh uh, connection in my brain is like you're addressing it with the lyrics you're addressing it with the music and the video uh and you're like you're making it in this package where you can go and sing and and vibe out and dance or whatever the music is uh, I don't imagine too many people are like break uh, 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 moshing at your shows, but you know if you're like, yeah, fuck that shit, like you know it's 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 bringing people together in that mood and like also like having everybody like understanding the message of it really uh, clearly through the lyrics. For sure, for sure, people actually do mosh a lot. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Big Smile was one of the only bands that I still moshed at because I'm, I'm getting old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were just talking about this. Brian's like, I'm gonna stand in the back of the venue or like in the balcony am. when they go back. I'm like, Brian, I'm tired. You joke, you're an old man. You're not well, that old. Most no, most of the time, if I'm going to like a show and I want to see a band that I'm like there to see and I want to watch the music, I want to watch the band. Mm-hmm. Like moshing is fun, but like if I'm really into the music, I'm gonna watch the band. But like. I always moshed a big smile show. Yeah. <laughs> I was a, I mean, with him, like, I was a huge fan of Big Smile before I entered the band. Mm-hmm. So, like, which really helped me because I knew all the songs right away. So, like, <laughs> they, they just thought I was the best drummer. Right <laughs> <laughs> I just listened to him a lot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's everybody in the band is cool. So, I'm super stoked to be part of it. I'm sure he feels the same way. But yeah. Definitely. Is it uh well we we didn't mention this on the recording yet. There's a whole section that we recorded before we actually started recording the yeah. episode right. about right, Cincinnati. Right, right. But like, is it a pretty like tight knit scene in Cincinnati? I know with uh like Cleveland and and Kentucky nearby, like you've got different cities to go to and uh different communities. But is it like a pretty tight knit scene then in, in Cincinnati where you're like, I'm gonna go check out Big Smile because like they're my buds and I'm I'm down the street from the venue or something like that. I'd um, say so. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't, that's a hard question. I mean, there's some bands that are like super like play every, every day in in Cincinnati for some reason. And like, it's super tight knit like that. But then there's other bands like, like us or like soft spoken, uh, which is a local band there that like, they just tour a lot. Like they don't really play a ton of local shows. So they're, they're not like super tight knit with the rest of the guys i mean but everybody everybody knows everybody and you know of course and everybody gets along the the longer i've been in the scene the more i've realized like when i first like started going to shows around here i like thought there was a lot more people around here (laughs) (laughs) but the more the more i go to shows the more i realize that there's like nine guys and 14 bands (laughs) oh my god (laughs) Before yeah. I joined Big Smile, I was at one point in four separate projects. Oh my god. <laughs> not how for a very long time? period of time. It, it was not sustainable. Yeah. <laughs> like how do you find the time? Like Well, it was like so the, I 
I'm pretty sure for a period of time, I was the only available pop punk guitarist in, in all of Cincinnati. <laughs> because I, I am also a vocalist. So there was a couple projects that... Oh, yeah. Um, There's a couple projects I was just supposed to be a vocalist in that I ended up having to play guitar in for like a short period of time. But like, cause there was, there was no other guitarists in Cincinnati. <laughs> oh my God. That's so weird. Who knew yeah, that you be, the would one... become the premier pop punk guitarist yeah. of the Cincinnati scene? <laughs> Heavy in demand. I guess by default, I'm fine with like, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I just like, I, I hear of all these people who are like, yeah, I'm playing with this band. I'm playing with this band. I'm like, dude, I haven't written a song in years. Like, how do you write a bunch of songs with a bunch of different bands? How do you do it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've never been in multiple bands at a time, but I know our singer Scooter is in, in another band right now too. So, so yeah, Scooter and Noah. Yeah. And then they're they're in like a pop project. Uh they're super good. Campus Rex. They're really good. Uh but yeah, like trying to trying to write lyrics for two separate bands seems really yeah. hard to me, but I don't know, Scooter seems to manage it pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> Also, like we were talking before, it's like creating content for multiple bands and like, oh, oh we yeah. got a photo shoot. Like, we just I, like get all the bands together. Let's do all the photo shoots all in at one once. day. The, the thing for me is being able to afford multiple mm. bands. Yeah. Yeah. Like, That's oh man, why we're splitting my solo this tiny pie. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. hey, uh, we're taking the 25 bucks that we made on the show tonight yeah. to do. No. Oh, it's nine hundred dollars to record one song. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm. <laughs> yeah. To Kickstarter. Uh. <laughs> SoundCloud, it is. There yeah. we go. Garage Band is <laughs> up. Full DIY mode, guys. <laughs> Garage Band, here we go. <laughs> Dude, you can do a lot. I mean, <laughs> Garage Band maybe not as much, but like. Uh, uh, if you've got a Mac and you get like Logic or you get Ableton or something, yeah. you can do a lot of good stuff and you can make it sound pretty good. You can if, if you are good. Yeah. <laughs> it took me like 10 minutes to figure out how to get in this Zoom call. I'm not going to record it now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair. I guess it depends on the experience. Yeah. Like, yeah. I remember spending a lot of time because I was like, yeah, I, I'm not. Like I, I I was like I want to write some music I want to do it myself I got GarageBand I'll just fuck around with some loops and shit and see what I get and I'm like yeah these all suck but at least I did them and they exist uh, yeah it's like it, it you know it's just like over time you learn it and I'm like yeah now everybody's making bedroom pop and I was like good thing yeah. I never released my shit yeah. it was bad really Eilish stuff. yeah yeah no, I like re- recording is it's one of those skills that I like really would like to have. But like, just seems like such a mountain to climb. Oh yeah. Like, <laughs> like it's it's a very low bar to entry because you can, I mean, you can fuck around with shit and and get some pretty cool stuff out of it. And it's like, yeah, but you're still on that like, I just learned how to do this and it's really cool. But it's still like that, like everybody knows how to do Ooh. this level. And then the mm-hmm. more you put into it, the more you're like, oh, I'm making like something really funky here. And then you get to like literally the top end of garage band and you're like i can't do anything else i can only do this do much this. with garage band and then as soon yeah. as you go to the next thing it's like okay i i'm i'm in a totally different world now like I, i've I, seen like producers be like here's my pro tools and i'm like i just want to know how to use pro tools to edit audio and make no. it like 
hundred percent equal. That's too much. That's too much. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think, um, I think Noah, our other guitarist was going through one of the tracks for his other band. And there was like 90 different like oh, so layers oh on this one track. Jeez. Yeah. And I was like, how would you even like sit there and hear like, oh, I think this needs some chimes for three beats right here. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, I put this uh, this this other guitar riff in the background here because I think it adds to it. But like, you won't really hear it like in the full mix. And I just go, yeah, why then? Don't why? Like, just don't do it then. <laughs> yeah. Billy Eilish is like three instruments. Yeah. It's and fine. a beat, and that's <laughs> and it. A beat, She's and that's done. It. Go, you're done. <laughs> yeah, I don't know any of that fancy stuff like that that they do. Yeah. I mean, I just, I, just I, just hit, I hit stuff. Yeah, me and him don't have any control <laughs> hit... over, over that. He just plays riffs and I just hit stuff. Yes. Yeah. Our other guitar players, the the guy that knows how to, you know, do all the digital stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's good to have at least somebody so, in the band with it, at least. But Yeah, at least yeah. we have one person uh, yeah. that can that can help with it. Because it's not me. It's yeah. not me. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I just like, I always think like, oh, I'm just going to sit down. I'm just going to be in front of the computer and like, just write something. And I'm just like, no, <laughs> I'm fucking not like, yeah. I don't know. The, the pandemic has just exhausted me of like the creative side of things to a certain extent, like, especially a year into it. I'm just like, I'm, 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 I'm juiced out, man. I'm empty, <laughs> head empty. I did want to ask because you guys had mentioned before we jumped in this call that you have another single coming out. Could you talk a little bit more about that? For sure. Um, it's so, the best one. Uh, yeah, I think everybody. <laughs> it, it just, I wanted to put it that way. But it, yeah, but it, it is. That's what it, literally the way we talk about it is. It, it's not even like debated. Like what's it's just like fuck off is the best one. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> the best song. It's the like. It is definitely the most lighthearted because um, like, you know, the first two Killdozer and Bible Belt were addressing some like really serious, very heavy topics um, and pop song wasn't necessarily like addressing a real serious issue, but it was very nostalgic. It like was not sad, but it like was definitely not like you didn't party to it. Fuck off. You can dance to like it is so much fun. It's going to be a great summer song. Um, super fun to play. So, like, fun to play, fun to listen great. to. I, uh, there's a song that I don't like to play, but we have to play it in our set because it, it's <laughs> popular. But yeah, I, yeah. I didn't write the drum part to that one. And sometimes you're like, oh, I just hate. If somebody else wrote something and you have you play a different way, it kind of throws you off. But there's one song like that where whereas this song's the opposite. I, I I think it's like super super fun to play and like super excited to play it live as well, which we haven't done yet. Yeah, so. it is definitely, it's the most upbeat song that we have coming out. Um, I'd say it's probably the most like true pop punk song that is coming out. So that's going to be a lot of fun for people. Yeah. And we're dropping a video with it. And that one is also a ton of fun. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. When, oh, when yeah. can we expect that out? So everybody that... can put it on their summer playlist. I don't think either of us know. March. Oh, yeah. I, Damn it. It's March 26th. I yeah. am almost positive it's March 26th. 
And so help you God if it's not March 27th. <laughs> yeah. You guys are going to kill us. Yeah. I knew you were, you were going to ask it, and I don't know if you saw me look down at my phone. I was like, oh. Uh, be like, oh. Uh, <laughs> We'll have to ask the group chat. What, yeah, <laughs> uh, guys, I hope we got it right. We'll we'll put a correction in yeah, the. Uh, yeah, messages the, see if John messages the chat. Yeah, <laughs> John throws it out in chat. Will. We can correct it. John, yeah. if you're still watching, is it the 26th? Yeah, please. It confirms. is. It's he confirmed. confirms in the chat. 26th, March 26th. <laughs> no Let's correction go. necessary. Perfect. Yeah, as and and so you've already shot the video too, then. Oh, video yeah, the, the video has been shot for a little while. Yep. Okay. Uh, we have this habit where we interview a lot of people that have worked with Alex Zarek, and we yeah. ourselves yeah. have never interviewed <laughs> Alex Zarek, but then like everyone we know has shot a video with him. That's because everyone you know that everyone has shot a video with Alex. Yeah. He's uh, incredible. I mean, like he does all of our video, um, and it always turns out so well um and they're like just looking at scrolling through facebook because i'm friends with him on facebook it's like oh i know that band you work with today oh i know that band you worked with yesterday oh yeah that, <laughs> it's like all the bands on our label seem to work with him mm-hmm. all the bands that i know seem to work with him like he just has all the pop punk <laughs> people in his pocket he's like all right yep. guys you got it you got something new let's go <laughs> he's so good and he's so easy to work with mm-hmm. that's what everybody else has said too it's like yeah we just we just like working with him because he's easy to work with and he gets it done mm-hmm. and we feel good about it so it's like yeah all right that's all you can like, ask for we gotta like hit him up and like talk with him and be like dude so like a hundred bands have said that they loved working with you so you must be really good at yeah. what you're doing yeah yeah what's up you you live in this area and we have still yeah, he also lives in chicago <laughs> it's like dude we can yeah. just like hey i ran yeah. into him because he was doing a he was doing a uh some live video for a show that i was at and i was like you're alex right he's like yeah i'm like i, I know too much about you and i've never met you so it's nice to meet you finally <laughs> I do that all too often where I meet somebody that's like in a different band and I know everything about them and they don't know who I am. I'm like, I have too much information. Like, you go up and you're like, I know the shitty thing you've done, but yeah, I also I know, know the good thing. So how do we go here? How do we interact now? Do you ever exactly. interact with somebody like, cause I, I, I was, I was seeing somebody do this the other day where they're like you know it's been a year since i've been at a show and somebody referred to me by like my online name or something like that like yeah. you only know somebody by like their twitter handle or you only know somebody <laughs> by their instagram <laughs> handle and so you're like yeah. oh hey it's you from twitter and you're like okay yeah. like, my name's bob like whatever yeah i'd say most of the people that i know now i just know through facebook mm-hmm. yeah but I mean, yeah. at least they have their real, the first and yeah. last name, hopefully. Usually, yeah. usually I just know their band, and I don't know their name. Yeah. Uh, like, I'll go, oh, I've seen you play with this band. And, or, I'll, yeah. or I'll know a person, see a person, and have this person on my friends list forever, and then be like, oh, wait, you play in mom jeans? Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. like, someone who, like, I had no idea that I was, like, interacting with a famous person. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, <laughs> Wait, you're that? Oh, wow. All right. You're you're them? See, Uh, and this may be just a symptom of being on Twitch primarily. And then, like, we have, like, our Discord family and we have, like, you know, all these different people around. And, like, it's almost exclusively usernames. So, like, we don't know. We may know somebody's, like, first name, but we may not know somebody's real last name. We may, like, not know their name at all. And I'm like, 
thinking of like, and there's probably people in the chat who are like, hi. I'm like, yeah, yeah. like you probably know like our names, but like sometimes we're like, dude, I, I don't actually know anyone's name anymore. And I'm like, is this past year just like we don't need names we just need our usernames and we're like, gonna all go back to shows like in our in our yeah. discord some some people will post like screenshots like with their names and then brian is like name reveal when this name isn't their one. name and i'm like it's it's their name oh, yeah. i don't know what to tell you that is their name yeah i ran into i've been on the other side of that too where like somebody will know me and know, know everything about me and i'm just it's so awkward because i'm like oh, i'm yeah, sorry yeah. i don't know you like, <laughs> but it's it's not it's it's mainly that I'm just super forgetful. Like, oh yeah, yeah. we played a show together in like 2016. Like, yeah, I don't even remember yesterday, man. Yeah, like, no. trying to shows from 2015. <laughs> you know, sleep deprived I was on that tour. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, dude, I've never been like, I, I you don't meet somebody like even meeting a band at a show. I'm always just like, yeah, you won't remember this, but like, it's cool for <laughs> yeah. me. But like yeah. it's gonna be really hard for you to remember this exact moment forever. Yeah. Yep. And especially when it's like, yeah, hey, what's up? My name is uh, you know, Jimbo86 at gmail.com. <laughs> I don't know why that's the name. I'm like trying to think of a good like funny username. Like, are you no. saying like jungle like jungle gym six 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 from like American Horror Story now? Like oh we're getting a little bit no. crazy, Brian. That's a terrible did guys, username. Did you guys ever have scene names? Yeah, and that's what I was thinking. It's like, is is the username or like the screen name just our new like scene name? <laughs> like, yeah, we're gonna have to bring the scene names back at this point because everyone's gonna get in real life. We're gonna be like, no, we are not ourselves anymore. We are our online personas. <laughs> For sure, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Online is more. It's more in the moment than like out on the street. So we might yeah. as well go by, you know, our screen names in person. There were so many people that I knew almost exclusively just by their scene name and like never actually like learned their their real name. I remember I was friends with somebody who went uh, their their last name, quote unquote. They went by Ferrari and I was like, oh God. all right, well, clearly that's not real. Like whatever. Like, OK, Plus you were cool. friends with a real Mr. Ferrari. That means yeah, like, then yeah. you're like, hey, yeah. guy, are you going to hook me up? We hung yeah. out like all the time. And then I'm like. I don't know your fucking last name. <laughs> like we go to shows all the time. We're always hanging out. Like I have no idea what your fucking last name is. And I never asked and we lost touch. So yeah, that makes sense though. I mean, especially when like MySpace dropped, MySpace dropped off. Yeah. Like, like, like I don't know anybody's last name. Like. Yeah. Like shit. How am I supposed to find you on Facebook? It's not your name. Yeah. I always so called I him uh, Parrot. How do you pronounce your last name? Paradiso. Paradiso. So I just say Paradise. That Tommy, Tommy Paradise, like that's it. And I think it's like your shit. is your Instagram that it is. Yeah. Instagram yeah. is that, yeah. yeah. Tommy that's Paradise shit, underscore Tommy Paradise underscore. Yeah, I think it's great. I love that. Dude, Tommy yeah. Paradise is that's fucking like legit. Yeah. So the thing is that that's that actually is my name. Paradiso is Italian for paradise. So yeah. like, it, it, it all works. works. Really nice. You need to, but also just like, that it's your real name. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What are those like button up shirts? Like there's like people wearing like Hawaii. Absolutely. No, Tommy Bahama. No, you're not gonna get the White Claw sponsorship. You're gonna get the Tommy Bahama sponsorship. Yeah, dude. Tommy Bahama sponsorship. Nope. Yeah. Yo, all your merch now. I would love to get sponsored by Tommy Bahama is not one. Your name is the same. 
Tommy Paradise, <laughs> rocking the Tommy Bahama. Hey, I think I've already said enough that they're not going to do it. <laughs> Imagine, though, that all your merch now for, for Big Smile is oh, just God. like, like button-up, uh, Hawaiian, uh, Hawaiian shirts style only. shirts, Hawaiian Tommy shirts. Paradise <laughs> exclusives. <laughs> he had to change his uh, Instagram name because he used to, before he joined Big Smile, he was just doing solo stuff. So it was Tommy the vocalist, but then he joined a band where he's the guitar player. So all of a sudden it was like Tommy the vocalist, the guitar player. Like it made, made no sense. So he had to change it. Uh, I still think that's good though. I still think that's really good. Yeah. <laughs> like you just awkward. keep extending it out. <laughs> Amazing. Dude, I'm like, I'm just like, ah, I wish I had a cool fucking name. Cause like, you know. well, the worst thing is my name was almost Salvador Paradiso. Oh my like, God. No, the reason why my parents did not name me Salvador Paradiso was because they thought I get made fun of. <laughs> like, oh, Dad, they kids made fun of me for other reasons. Yeah, like, like it's not gonna, that? it's not gonna change anything. I'm gonna make get made fun of. It's yeah, just it like, yeah. at this point, everyone gets made fun of. You can't stop. Yeah. You can't stop anything. They'll but figure something out. They kept out. me from having the coolest name ever. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> Oh, you yeah. sound like a GTA character. The, oh my God. <laughs> the, the worst part is I can never change it now because it yeah. would be so pretentious. Yeah. To go from Tom to Salvador. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, you could be like, just call me Sal. Yes, yeah, Sal. The, yeah. the only way I could pull it off is if I moved somewhere no one knew me. Yeah. That's why you're trying to go to San Diego. That's why you're trying to go to yeah. San Diego. Yeah, he's yeah. trying to change really? it all. He's like, I got to get rid of this, get my Tommy Bahama on, and just yeah. assume my new identity. <laughs> oh, like, Salvador Paradise. I got to yeah. be, oh, I gotta be God. where it's warm. Like, I can't. I do. That's not. such a good name. <laughs> it's such a good fucking name. Do you remember, <laughs> do you, do you remember your guys' scene name? Lizzie, you go first, because I think you were. You were, did you ever have a MySpace? I did. And I found, I sent it to you and I said, never send this oh, to anybody right. or I swear yeah. to God. It's in, um, I sent it to everyone. <laughs> this, is no. where it's this is where it drops. Yeah. So this is, so I went by two because um, I had MySpace and then I did just went to like Facebook, but then I was on like different like forums and like fanfiction.net and Tumblr. So we kind of shifted a bit. Um, so first I was Lady Lizzybeth. And then I went to Crazy Vampire Girl Lizzie. <laughs> Neither are great. Oh, it's not good. <laughs> now I'm now I'm just bored in Bathory across the board, like Lizzie Borden and Elizabeth Bathory. None of this is actually really good in the long run. But <laughs> no, keeping fine. it consistent with the Lizzie Bees is what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have a Vampire Freaks? No, I never had a Vampire Freaks. Really? Yeah, me are either. You you, prove really? it, you promise? He brought it up for no reason. I, I he's he's trying to trick something. Nobody <laughs> just brings vampire. it up like that. No, I was never on Vampire Freaks. I was just really into like vampire. I never went on that site though because I knew it was like very sketchy. Yeah. What was it? Oh, it was like MySpace for like weird goth, goth kids. Goth kids yeah. who legit thought that they were vampires though, and then it's still around. I met a yeah. kid like like two years ago. He's like, here's my vampire freaks. And I said, is this a joke? That's where all our songs are going to drop now. Dude, what <laughs> if you did an exclusive on drop on Vampire Freaks? freaks? <laughs> they get the exclusive first first drop song. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you had one, right? Did you say you had one? 
so yeah, Brian? yeah it's kind mm-hmm. of like not really because i hated it when everybody was like you know uh becky vengeance and shit like that i'm like Dude, fuck <laughs> you man <laughs> like he's a rich kid from the suburbs i don't give a vengeance okay i listened to <laughs> avenge sevenfold once look at me like <laughs> uh, I with the rev, I did like in their uh, descriptions. Yeah. Oh my god. I'm like, come on. Uh, (laughs) I had, so my my general username is Spooky Pants One, so I think that was pretty much like across the board on everything. Uh, There was a certain period of time, like about a year, where I took this like excessively emo photo which i i to be fair excessively all of my photos emo. all of I don't my photos know were excessively emo like always bangs a lot of the time it was like yeah. the billy martin good charlotte haircut which is just the karen now with the spiky mm-hmm. back and the long front uh yeah. that haircut did not age well and it sucks not at uh, so i think for that period of time i was known as i'm so emo i got the haircut on myspace <laughs> and people would honestly say that to me when we were out like you'd be like oh, oh you're that i'm so emo guy on my, myspace right i'm like yeah gotta change that when i get home <laughs> uh, get that, out of here. Uh, that was pretty much it and then when i moved over to facebook uh there was a period of time there where i was like yeah i don't want to just be my normal name on facebook i want to do something funny uh it was right around the time that Mike Hem put out Desolation Row, the sound tr- from the Watchmen oh, no. soundtrack. My last name is Row, so I'm like, okay, Desolation Row, that works. Perfect. And then we found out you could be, uh, uh, you could get like a like a, what is it? You could become a reverend online, basically. Like you oh, get God. ordained <laughs> in, a, in the Universal Life Church. So, so my Facebook name was Rev- uh, Reverend Desolation Rowboats, and I was like, this is just a fucking joke, like whatever. And I. I didn't really tell anybody. All my friends were in college with me. So everybody knew like it wasn't this big thing. And then like, I just never changed it. I started like going out places in Chicago, going to shows and stuff. And a guy legitimately introduced me to people as uh, Rev. And I was like, nope, taking that down, taking it all down. Just I completely changed it all that night. I'm like, no, you could have been the Rev though. I I can't because it back to the original point fuck all that i listened to avenge sevenfold once bullshit like no i gotta i gotta just be brian now fuck it (laughs) back to spooky pants and back to brian that's that's all can't be the rev i just don't think you were powerful enough for it so i was not ready for that type of power you listen instead of listening to like an actual hardcore event sevenfold song you listen to dear god and then you said this is no i look (laughs) i was listening to (laughs) i was listening to wake in the fallen and i was listening to city of evil i really liked those and then i got into the album after that i'm like some of these songs are very good and then i'm like okay we can leave that in the past now honestly early event sevenfold was really good Really good. Yeah. Heavily influenced well, by AFI. The really early event sevenfold was pretty good. Like Beast yeah. <laughs> Before that. Yeah. Yeah. Before before that. Song. The hardcore shit was good. Oh, uh, like wait, Sound of wait. the Seventh Trumpet. Was sound of the Seventh Trumpet and Wake in the Fallen are excellent. Yeah. I, like really, I listened to Wake in the Fallen a lot. My friend got me into it, and I was like, "Yeah, this is great." And then you just Oof. move on to City of Evil, and you're like, "I don't know what's going on here. It sounds completely different, and I don't know if I like it." And then well, they, they did. like progressively decided that they were gonna regress with mm-hmm. their sound. Yeah, yeah. They, they wanted to sound <laughs> older and older, like the further on they got. 
Was yeah. Wasn't the album that had that song? It's like. Yep. Yep. That's the one. What song is that? Shit, what's it called? Now I can't even remember what it's called, but it was it was that record. Yeah, that was like the big single off of that. No, big really. single being, you know, whatever they played Warped Tour that year. <laughs> that is a yeah, fuck. I listen to that all the time because that riff is so fucking good. And the drum part coming in. Unholy Confessions. Unholy Confessions. There it is. They've got a two-part sevenfold. Shout out Avenged Sevenfold. There we go. That was like the first Avenged Sevenfold song I learned how to play on guitar. It's good. It's super solid. It's fun. They were all like super gothy and eyeliner and black nails and yeah, red eyeshadow. I remember like this was this was a very specific. Warp Tour like memory where I'm like watching Avenged Sevenfold and M Shadows is out there at front of the stage, sleeveless T, and he like raises his arms. I'm like, that dude shaves his armpits. <laughs> I'm like, wait, well, you can do that? Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> I was like, it, it was like it like just changed my opinion about it, like so many things, and then I started shaving my armpits because it's more comfortable sometimes. Oh yeah. my god. Not they all the time. They all have C names too, right? They're all C names, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shadows and Vengeance and Gates. Yeah, Zacky Sinister Vengeance. Gates. Yep. Sinister Gates. Gates. So sick. <laughs> the only one that I'm like, you really could have worked harder for that is Johnny Christ, who just, yeah. I was listening to a podcast with him the other day because he started a new podcast and I'm like, Johnny Christ is where you ended up? Yeah. I mean, he's a bassist, so. <laughs> <laughs> Zacky Vengeance. I thought Zacky Vengeance was the coolest person ever. Yeah. I was like, man, yes. Like, I want to be that. Yeah, vengeance <laughs> tattooed across his back. Yeah. So hardcore. Get you now. Yeah, I have way too many tattoos that I regret. So. <laughs> well, at least you didn't get Vengeance across your back. Yeah. Yeah. I got rad tattooed on my pinky, though. Dude. Oh, my God. But, no, it's, like lit- but it's a little baby one, so it's yeah. not. Yeah. <laughs> I had a bunch of dumb tattoos. I'm trying to get him to get a bunch of dumb tattoos. I told you, you pay for them, I'll do whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> do you feel like, a video about it. <laughs> do you feel like tattoos, because Lizzie keeps telling me this, and I'm like, please stop. But it's like, if you have tattoos, people pay attention to you because you're in the music scene. <laughs> like, Who do? Yeah. Uh, like, I got the tattoos because I wanted them, and I'm like, I happen to be a musician, I happen to be in the scene, whatever. It doesn't really matter. Like, everybody has tattoos, so it's like, it's not necessarily like I'm trying to fit in or I'm trying to be cool. It's like, no, I just want them. A lot of people I know have them, so I'm just like, this is what I want. Yeah. And then now I'm like, wait, why are people telling me that, like, because I have tattoos, Lizzie telling me this, <laughs> the exclusive person telling me this? Like, No. What do you mean? I'm just telling you because that's how we hack the algorithm on TikTok because I don't have tattoos. I am terrified of needles. <laughs> it's, it's the whole show is just based on that he has tattoos. Like, that's what I'm like. I'm, yeah, I'm, like, I'm like, look at him. He's thing. got the nose piercing. He has the tattoos. I only have got, a streak of purple in my hair. That doesn't do much for people. You got the look. That's what that's what get the, gets the viewers in here. Like, but like, Is that? I just don't know. It is. I you have to get him with the kids. I think maybe you should test it by doing the podcast shirtless. <laughs> it's the, it's mostly just my arms. <laughs> See, but here's the thing. I could do the M shadows and just go sleeveless, shave yeah. my armpits, and like, literally that's the pod. 
That's the look. Oh yeah. my god. Audio yeah. listeners are like, it sounds like his armpits are shaved right now. <laughs> <laughs> I hear a weird yeah. echo in his armpit area. <laughs> yeah, there's he's definitely got his arms up. Yeah. <laughs> uh like okay, but now let's test it with your band. So like if you're if you've got way too many tattoos, as you put it. And then, like, yeah. there's the people that don't have as many tattoos. Like, now you got to be, like, the star of all the future videos and see yeah, if, like, those videos do better than the other um, ones. So, yeah. I literally was talking the other day about how it's such a good look to have at least someone who's, like, super heavily tattooed. <laughs> it's so trendy. And it's never going to not be trendy. And yeah. It, it, yeah. Ever, it never gets like that. I'm going to be so screwed because I can't take them off. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Just, you just imagine. have to remember, hopefully your tattoos aren't as bad or as regretful as Adam Levine's are from Maroon 5. Uh, just remember yeah. that. Yeah, but the only thing, that's the only benefit that I have over top of him is like my tattoos might be a little better, but <laughs> the whole rest of him is still Adam Levine and I'm not. How much? All the other parts of it. <laughs> his band probably has like 15 million monthly listeners on Spotify. Yeah, exactly. To you, they have more than 15 million. Dude, yeah. yeah. They just did a song with Megan Thee Stallion. They definitely have more than 15 million. Yeah. They have 48 million monthly Jesus. listeners. Oh my yeah. God. That's so much power for Adam Levine and all those men and who are not five of them in Maroon 5. They are eighth in the they're, world. They're at Jesus. one point. Really? Yeah. I didn't think they were that I big. believe it. Jesus I believe Christ. it. I mean, Maroon 5's been around for a long time. I mean, like, my Songs mom Songs About Jane is them. great album. Great album. Yes. Like, so yes. <laughs> Songs About Jane is like a great record. Yeah. It just is. I like, the, I like the good stuff that Maroon 5 does. Yeah. Like, that whole album, Songs About Jane, yeah. that was the one that the uh, She Will Be Loved was on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was back when they were still, like, a band. But at yeah. least they still... He's not Adam Levine and a few other people. Adam Levine and the Marine Corps. Adam and the Marine Solo. Yeah, but he did it. That's cool that he kept the band around. Yeah. He said, all right, guys, we came this far. I'll just keep it here. (laughs) Part of me feels, though, that, like, the reason he got the tattoos was for the same argument we're trying to make here. And he's just, like, (laughs) went to some guy and was just like, it really doesn't matter what they are. It just matters that I have them. I'm going to be on the Super Bowl. I really think, unless you get some, like, really bad. Like, I've seen, I know people who have really bad Tattoos. Like yeah. tattoos that you look at and you're like, what is that supposed to be? Thank <laughs> um, But like, I feel like if they're not shockingly bad, it just, if you have yeah. tattoos. Yeah. Like if you have really good tattoos, that's like really cool. But like, if you just have a bunch of tattoos. I feel like when I, I got my, so I have both my arms done and then I, I got my hands done. I felt like everybody treated me differently. Like they were like, "Oh, look at this like bad person." Or whatever. But, but then I got my throat done, and I thought it would be worse. And it kind of went the other way around. Everybody was like, "Oh, he probably like is a musician or like owns a business or something." Like it, it got better. <laughs> or owns a business. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Like, well, there's like an upper level where it's so like so many options for jo- jobs that you yeah. can have. 
with a throat piece. Yeah, they're so, like, oh, yeah. he's probably a tattoo artist, or like he probably because people get their hands done and then like they're like trying to work, you know, regular jobs. And once you get your throat done, you're pretty much like you're you're, you're in whatever <laughs> industry you are in, yeah. and you're committed to it. Yeah, and then when you get your yeah. face done, it flips again. It flips yeah. again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally a musician. It's a SoundCloud rapper. Oh. Yeah. Like I have seen TikToks really of like something. tattoo artists and they're like, they're usually some female, uh, like women ones and they have mm -hmm. like big ass face tattoos. And I'm like, girl, you're probably like my age or like not even 30 yet. And I'm like, are, are you, you good? You good? <laughs> I'm not. Probably not. I really want a face tattoo. It's well down the road. Yeah. But I really want one. Yeah. That's the only space I have left is uh, my head and face. So. Like we'll Dude. we'll get there soon. Probably next. Probably the, probably this year. But let's see how all this transitions. Then let's like take notes on like how you get treated now, and then how you get yeah. treated after face yeah. tattoos, and be like, yeah. guys, this has been guys, a change. I did a social experiment for this. I need somebody to listen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you should see your viewer count. Like, if you guys get face tattoos, I know. Like, oh. I'm gonna keep. Yeah, <laughs> Lucy and I are gonna do it like for fake one time and just be like, we got emo social club tattoos. They're on our faces. Tune in and see We're if like a matching. bunch of people come and just like keep it running for a while. Where it's like this, like we just order a shit ton of temporaries and we just yeah, and then everybody is like, what is stream. this? And we take wow, them off. They really sound like they got face tattoos. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I would say that like. Now I think a lot of people with like throat tattoos are like, yeah, I own a restaurant or like, yeah. you know, yeah. I'm the head chef or something like that. Like there's so many people that are like in really high up positions in certain businesses, but like <laughs> that have tattoos. Cause they like, you know, grew up in our, our generation. And they're like, yeah, I'm just really passionate about this. And I just yeah. happen to have tattoos. My, my landlord is tattooed from the throat down. Like, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you can own property with a throat tattoo. Yeah, I haven't figured that out yet. Did they pass that law now? I don't know if that's true. I say it, but I haven't checked the local legislation on that. But you know, we'll find out. Follow up. I almost hope not, because he has a throat tattoo, and I live in this house, so like. Would you, I mean, like, I feel like we would be the generation to be like, yeah, I definitely rent from that guy. Like, he's got yeah, a third tattoo. Yeah, he seems like yeah. he's on my level. It seems like I trust him. Yeah. Despite being a landlord, I trust him. <laughs> I, I made that realization, like, maybe it was like three or four years ago. I was on a phone call with, like, tech support of some company. It was maybe it was like Microsoft or something. And I, I hate being on phone calls. And I was like, oh, man, I've got to act all professional and be. And then the guy was like, yeah, I was like, oh, I'm having problems with this. And he's like, oh, yeah, that fucking sucks. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, I guess it's just like, he's probably the same age as me. Like, I'm not yeah. gonna, like, act like, like, you know, be all proper towards somebody that's older. Like, it's, it's probably just like a normal guy like me. Just, I was like, oh, it's just a regular phone call now. It's not yeah. like a big deal. We've all worked in these jobs. Like we know the people that yeah. do them. And then we get a little bit older. We may move into a different industry, but it's like, yeah, but I was, I used to be that person. I know that person right now is like sitting there talking shit about me. That's <laughs> what I did. <laughs> when I did customer service, I was like, can you believe what this guy's problem is? Didn't even turn the thing on. All right. Yeah. No, you're going to want to turn it on. Like. <laughs> <laughs> we have 
time for you to throw out your plugs and tell people where they can find the band, where they can listen to the new music, where they can find the videos when stuff is released on March 26th, the confirmed date of the new song. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would pretty much anywhere that music is released, we have all our songs yeah. there. Um, Spotify is the biggest one we try we're trying to get pushed, like push people towards really, really hard to market to get people to go there. Um, so Spotify and then, uh, all our YouTube videos, you know, all our yeah. music videos are on there. Um, and then we obviously on Facebook and Instagram, we have pages, which if you message us, we will respond to you. And like, we'd love to talk to different people and stuff like yeah. that. So we try to be super social and, uh, like easily reachable. So, and especially like on our personal pages too, like mm. if anybody wants to talk music or like have any questions or anything like that, we're, we're super open to answering those and all that stuff like that. So. Yep. Yeah. Is it just um, um, your band name? I think it's like band name underscore Ohio. Is that what yeah, it's at? Yeah. Big Smile underscore OH. Yep. Cool. Then, uh, cool. Yeah. Like I said, it's any any social media. We have a TikTok too, uh, which we it's we do like a bunch of professional videos, but on TikTok, it's just like what we film yeah. on our phone. Like it's yeah. so low. Oh, yeah. That's how, that's how TikTok <laughs> works. It's 100% just trying to be as goofy as we can be. Yeah. yeah. Just what can we clip together that's going to make somebody piss themselves? <laughs> For sure. I, like, I mean, I still don't fucking get it. Lizzie's been mostly running our TikTok, but I'm like, how do you do this? <laughs> sometimes we'll get like 10 views. Sometimes we'll get like 3,000. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah it it's no like sense. a really weird algorithm. Yeah. Yeah. But apparently if you get it right, you can blow up overnight on it. I think our, uh, I'm saying this theory again. Freaks, our, uh, yeah, freaks. Vampire Freaks. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, you know what? You post in the places where nobody's posting because then everybody who's there will see the only thing that's being posted on it. Yeah. So like in a I way, way about flyers, like physical flyers. Yeah. Yeah. Like just like, cause no one, you know, you used to do that. You see that a lot back in the day in like the eighties and shit. Like, to, like when there, there's a show being played, like flyers on every like telephone pole and there are mm -hmm. so many bands doing it. But honestly now, like, no one does it. It's the only flyer that's going to be there. You should just go post it. Like, yeah. Yeah. a ton of people will see it. You know, physical yeah. advertisement is is not popular right now. So, yeah. <laughs> Could you like physical mailers where you send yeah. a postcard to everybody oh, within the, the zip code of the show that you're playing? <laughs> yeah. Can you hear the yeah. cop car on the street? Oh yeah. Yes. Ambulance. Ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to look hard over here, man. Yeah. Like, mean streets of Cincinnati. <laughs> yeah. We're mean down here. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, I'm definitely going to add oh. that clip at the beginning. So if you're yeah, listening to this, so you know why sense. we're referencing that. Yeah. We, uh, we do also have an email list that people should go sign up for. We send out um, early access to songs, videos, uh, discounts off of merch, all types of great diff different stuff. And all you got to do is just sign up for the email list. We should give away one of your guitars. Oh, yeah, 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 totally. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think you'd be so down for that. I like, oh. huh. <laughs> guess we're just giving shit away now. We should, we, we, should give, we should give away the one that I'm not finished paying on yet. Oh, oh my God. It <laughs> <laughs> cost me, like, as much as my car. <laughs> oh, my Jesus. 
It's either a really cheap car or a really expensive guitar, actually. I'm like, a they could go either a, way. A little bit of like, like, it's pretty expensive for a guitar <laughs> and pretty cheap for a car. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. It's not outrageous, but it's pretty cheap. Okay. <laughs> it's nothing special. Yeah. Uh, well, sick. We will, uh, we'll keep chatting for a little bit over on Twitch. Uh, that will be our episode for the podcast. So if you're listening to this and you're at home, uh, go check out big smile on everything, big smile underscore Ohio on most of the socials and, uh, follow on Spotify to know when the song comes out March 26th. And, uh, Mike, John, thank you for being here on the pod. Oh, yeah. Thank you for checking out our episode with Big Smile this week. That was a lot of fun. And uh, we are always uh, recording new episodes on Thursday nights, 7.30 p.m. over on Twitch, emosocialclub.tv. You can check us out there. Make sure to th- drop a follow. Follow us on every social media. Just, you know, find us Just on Vampire Freaks. Drop it down us. low. Drop that follow. If somebody like, makes us comment. a page on Vampire Freaks, is that what they do? I don't know what they do anymore. I but guarantee do, you that Lizzie is about to make us a page on Vampire Freaks. That means I would have to register for it, and I cannot put myself through that type of traumatic experience. We'll see you next uh, Monday with another episode. We'll also see you on Wednesday this week for an additional episode. Uh, we'll, we'll check you out then. From all of us here at the Emo Social Club Podcast, I'm Brian. And I'm Lizzie. Goodbye. Like, comment, subscribe, rate, and review. The Emo Social Club podcast is a product of the Emo Social Club. This episode was produced by Brian and Lizzie, the hosts. You can find out more at emosocialclub.com. Happy emos. Happy emoing. I don't know. Happy fucking MySpace day. I don't know. <laughs> it's not a waste to listen to us.